Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Arctic Dialogue 2014, a collaboration of the University of Nordland, the High North Center, and the Arctic Institute. We're speaking with attendees and speakers about the work, the Arctic Dialogue Conference, and the conference's theme of Arctic resources. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mark Jacobsen. Today we are talking with Hans Christian Olsen, who is the CEO of Greenland's national oil company, Nuna Oil. Hans Christian Olsen was born in Sisimiut in 1955 and graduated as Master in Geology from the University of Aarhus in 1988. Hans Christian has more than 25 years of experience with mineral exploration in Greenland, first as a project geologist in Nuna Oil, then as a chief geologist in the government-owned Bureau of Minerals and Petroleum and vice president of Greenland Resources AS, where he worked until he was hired as the CEO of Nuna Oil in 2005. Hans Christian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Can I ask you to start by telling us about Nuna Oil's current projects and your plans for the near-term future? Well, uh, at the moment we are in the phase of getting acquainted with our new partners in connection with the licensing round in Greenland Sea, East Greenland, and where four new licenses was granted recently. And uh, we also continuing the petroleum assessment of the Baffin Bay region in Northwest Greenland, where we expect that the new exploration drillings will take place in the coming years. In terms of your own career, what is the most unexpected step you have taken on the path to your current position? Well, um, I would say that uh, it was when I accepted to become the manager, managing director of Nuna Oil, the national oil company of Greenland, uh, nearly 10 years ago, which was a great step for me and also as a native Greenlander. Can you tell me what you think would be an ideal future for the Arctic? What does it look like and what role could Nuna Oil play in this regard? Well, uh, one of our most important tasks in connection with uh, petroleum exploration in, uh, in Greenland is to inform the local public about exploration activities that are going on in uh, offshore uh, West Greenland and offshore East Greenland. And for me, it's very important that uh, the local population is... Uh, getting involved in every aspect or every level of this uh, petroleum industry in order to be uh, ready for this uh, very important task of the development of the resource sector in Greenland. So what does Nuna Oil do to involve the local people in the further process of developing Greenland's natural resources? Well, what we do is that we uh, make... Um, uh, speaks or uh, presentations towards uh, young uh, students here in, in Nuuk, like in at the university or the commerce schools and uh, also high schools. And we also travel along the coast and uh, uh, talk with the local population, that is uh, the fishermen, the hunters, the kids in, in the schools. So in that way, we uh, try to involve the people as much as possible in, in that context. Do you think that the local citizens would like to be even more involved in the exploration of Greenland's natural resources? And do you know if they have any concerns in this regard? 
Well, uh, of course, they are interested in the development of the of their own future, and also not only in connection with the hunting and fishing uh, traditions, but also in the mineral and petroleum resource sector. But of course, they are concerned about any consequences of the, like the mineral exploitation and petroleum uh, production can uh, have with regards to their. Uh, traditional lives, but um, so I can say that the main concerns are will the activities have an uh, uh, effect on the uh, like hunting and fishing uh, uh, traditions, and how can the kids be uh, involved in the like mining or petroleum activities in the future, and um, how can the local content. That is that. How can that be involved already in the exploration phase uh, as uh, as workers beside their uh, hunting or fishing life? In terms of Arctic policy and science issues, what should people be discussing that they aren't necessarily discussing at the moment? I would say that um, transfer local knowledge and uh, also know-how is very important to to people. And it's also very important that uh, you inform the decision makers, that is the politicians, about the the responsibility they have in order to uh, create a, a sound and also sustainable uh, society in connection with the resource sector development. What do you see as the value of events like the Arctic Dialogue Conference in Bodø? Well, I think it's uh, very important that the scientists, but also the the politicians and also the industry has an uh, an opportunity to meet uh, together and discuss many different issues that are uh, relevant in order uh, to make you know these uh, important decisions about uh, the future in the Arctic. The theme of this year's Arctic Dialogue is resources. What comes to mind when you think of the Arctic's resources and the development of these resources? Well, uh, of course, as I, as a geologist, I I'm uh, thinking of the development of the like uh, non-living resources, but uh, but not at least uh, people living in in the Arctic, but also um, people that are living in the Arctic is uh, maintaining the. Uh, like a traditional life with, and, uh, and culture with uh, fishing and hunting besides the uh, ongoing development of the resource sector in the Arctic. How do you perceive the possible influence of the development of the Arctic's resources on those who wish to maintain a more traditional way of living? Well, uh, I think that, uh, you know, uh, it's it can go... Uh, hand in hand or in a parallel uh, way because um, uh, the people in in the Arctic are very uh, used to get acquainted with you know change in the climate conditions but also in the you know society uh, because although that some of these uh, development has gone uh, in a very quick uh, manner they are have maintained and been able to adjust their life uh, to these uh, new challenges the Arctic is uh, facing in this year. 
There has been a lot of discussion in the media lately regarding the development of Arctic resources. Do you think that the topic is overhyped in the media? Do you think that the development of the Arctic resources may happen slower or even faster than we thought, well, maybe three or four years ago? Well, uh, I think it's um, the Arctic uh, is very much more complex than we anticipate. And uh, I think that from the experience uh, in different regions of the Arctic, we can see that uh, in some regions uh, the development is very quick. But uh, in some regions, uh, it's also rather slow. And um, I think it depends on uh, where you live in the Arctic. But uh, generally, I would say that in order to express that there's no easy uh, solutions in the Arctic, but only safe solutions uh, in the Arctic in order to, you know, maintain the, this uh, very uh, sensitive uh, ecosystem we have in the Arctic. Well, Hans Christian, thank you very much for taking the time to talk with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us for this podcast. Follow along with the series on iTunes or via our websites arcticdialogue.com and thearcticinstitute.org. The music you heard at the beginning and at the end comes from Herbert Seferin and can be found at ccmixture.org.